Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we edged him out. We beat him, so it's all good. Uh. All right, boys and girls. Episode 49 of the Black Flag Podcast. We are in the Tandem Payment Studios at the... uh, the bottom of Brad's house uh, today. A little bit of a glitch. Uh, we have all of our new mics set up. Uh, that we it's taken what a, a, a month. Finally have headphones. Headf- it's sick, actually. I can I yeah. can hear myself talk. Oh yeah, it's like I'm spotting. I'm spotter Dan right now, t- talking to people down the backstretch. It's actually pretty cool. But uh, in preparation for Atlantic City this weekend coming up, uh, Bobby is having to work a little bit of overtime this week, so uh, he's not in the house today. So. Uh, Brad moved a bunch of days around so that he can make it to Atlantic City, and so now, I just have a normal work person schedule, yeah. so I had the day off regardless. But Now I have to work today, and Bobby <laughs> has to work today, but I have to work a little bit later. So recording in the middle of the day kind of threw off Bobby's day, and now it's just an old school So we can't, we can't really yell at him. We can't call him Bobby No Travel or Bobby Big Time no. or Bobby, Bobby Bad Mood or... Well, well, you can still call him all of those. <laughs> it's not like they're not factual. Right? right, right, right. He's probably in a bad mood right now. Oh, he's, I bet he's not impressed at all. But, yeah. you know, respect. He's going to be at Atlantic City with us next weekend. Uh, again, episode 49 was a, a episode Kenny Trader. Yep, Brad Sweet. Brad Sweet. I'm out. Yep. I'm out. <laughs> uh, as always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. Across from me this week, again, the Tandem Payment Studio is going to be Brad Sauce here at BSauce96. Uh, we got a little bit to talk about, I think. I mean, it's 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 Sunday afternoon, about noontime right now. Hopefully everybody's having a glorious Monday that's listening to this right now. But uh, what's going on right now? Rolex 24? Yeah, Rolex going on. Should wrap up in about two hours, I believe. Uh, I watched watched about four hours of it and i couldn't tell you anything that happened the nice. rolex 24 is one of those things you turn on you're like you know what it's solid background noise yeah a nap sounds pretty good right now <laughs> and you wake up and they're still racing you're like yep yeah, all right so there's still 16 hours left maybe i'll check in tomorrow so i, I, fe- I feel like uh, going to the rolex 24 would be i'd be all in on it because it's it's an event in terms of if you if you don't want to watch the whole race, obviously you're not going to sit in the stands for 24 hours. So you can go walk around. You can go see like the the pit parties going on. I think Porsche had like a a car corral going on. I think uh, Toyota had one too. Probably you know other various shit like uh, the Corvettes and stuff like that. So definitely a bunch of stuff that you could just walk around and see. And you know you've been to Daytona. I've been to Daytona. It's like a little fucking city. So yeah, I've been. I went there last year for the 500 for Speed Weeks, and it was. It was cool. I I feel like the Rolex 24 is more like when we went to Watkins Glen. When we went to Watkins Glen, we didn't watch, I mean, at least anything stage two. We were just walking right. around the whole time. Um, There's so much. It's pretty cool. It's it, And going to like a road course or I guess a, a make-believe road course like the the one at Daytona is or whatever. But um, it, it's more of a, how do I say it? An event, I guess, in terms of you're not there just for the race. You're there for... You know, the, the party's going on. You're there for, I mean, fuck, in our case, we we did, what, a lap around Watkins Glen. We were there for seven minutes, and we were already ripping laps around. And, oh, yeah. And, and, uh, that was one of the coolest experiences of my life. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, the show that, after Watkins Glen, me, Dan, Charlie, 
Devin, my Me- roommate Ty, Megan, Megan. All of us. We, we all jumped in the car after a Saturday night show at Beechridge and just drove overnight to Watkins Glen. N- no sleep. None. I literally fell. None. I think I might have fallen asleep for about thirty-five minutes. There you go. Um, which was cool. But the, yeah, that we were walking through the. Fa- we were trying to like find the fan zone for the most part, and we walked by some fancy dude, prep dude with like a. Uh, I don't know. He looked like a preppy fella. He, well, he had like the, a the, collared <laughs> shirt. He had like golf pants the, on. The conversation started with, he's like, do you want to do some laps around the track? I was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, why? why who is asking? Like, I don't know your dad. Like, like, one, yes. But two, like, what? Like, why are you asking me this? He's like, oh, just go down there. You'll, you'll be able to you know, get some laps around on the track. It's like, fuck you. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you, you got a Toyota shirt on. The, th- the best You're thing. You're the Toyota booth. The best thing was Wait that, a minute. that he was like, you need to hurry. So then we all start running and we we had lost Dan and <laughs> Courtney was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but Dan I, and Courtney. When I, when I say we were there for seven minutes, oh, yeah. we literally walked through the gate, walked up a sidewalk, and that that was the extent of our Watkins Glen experience thus far until this guy was like, hey, you want to do some laps? I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> unbelievable. It was almost like, it was sketchy. The guys that were driving... I kept having to like look over to make sure, like, see if he had any like certification. Like, you know, you walk into like a fucking barber shop or whatever, they have like <laughs> their, their certification like stamped on the wall. He just has a out, laminated card on the fucking. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was looking shield. for it because he was going fucking fast. So like, it was I don't know, it was one of the cooler experiences of my life for sure. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so that, we were that's about that's like going with to Daytona. Yeah. That that's why you go to places like that. that's why you go to events like that. I mean, yes, the racing is cool, the cars are cool. Uh, but it's, it's a totally different mindset, totally different, uh, experience, I guess, compared to going to just like a regular Saturday night show at a little short track somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the Rolex, like I said, I watched probably two hours yesterday. Just, I was cleaning my room at the time. So I was like, I'll turn it on see what happens. And the only thing that I saw was, I think it was Helio Castroneves. It might've been. Helio Castroneves. It might've been Simone Paganwad. Because they pagan one, they kind of look in my mind. They look the same because I don't watch enough IndyCar stuff. Or Isn't whatever. he the guy from uh, Talladega Nights? Yes. Does the yep macchiato? Same one. Yeah. Same. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was watching it, and they were four hours into the race, and he he was trying to like they're going through this backstretch chicane, and he was trying to like. I don't know. It was one of the slower cars and like the lowest division was in front of him or whatever. And he was trying to like make a maneuver by him. Like, but he was trying to set him up like where he didn't just fucking dive bomb him through the chicane. And then someone behind him that was in the same exact class as him just dive bombed into the chicane. Ah, just wrecked him. That was nice of him. It looked like a fucking pretty vicious crash, but they were back out within, I mean, I guess I think they were 20 laps down, which sucks. I mean, you're, you're yeah, also not going to, it's better than 21, I guess. Yeah. 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 Right. You know, look at the pluses, but it, the car, I thought the car was going to be destroyed. I thought they were going to be done, but then again, I don't watch. Well, those prototype things, if really. you hit something, it just like explodes. And it's like, here's a new body. Yeah. It's like, what, <laughs> where, where did that come from? Like, you, how, how'd you do that? Yeah. I mean, the only other <laughs> racing thing that I had in my notes was the Bubba Pollard, Stephen Nassie oh, incident yesterday. Oh, my fucking which... God. Stephen Nassie. <sighs> yeah. This kid. <laughs> Bobby they had a start, great fucking tweet. Starts, Did you see it? Starts the week off showing up to the racetrack for what? What was this called? CRA Speed Fest? Sure, wherever the fuck they were. Could have been. And uh, <clears throat> has a PFC brake brake sticker on the side of his car, upside down. Because everybody's heard about at this point the fucking snowball derby nonsense. And ever since then, he's just been such a cunt. Like uh, on social media, on just making an ass of himself at, at 
pretty much any opportunity that he can. So we this this picture surfaces of the PFC brake sticker on upside down on his car because oh got him. And um I don't know if anybody noticed this. I pointed it out in the group chat here. Yeah. The wrap on the side of his car. I I don't know if it was Stevie Wonder <laughs> or Ray Charles or Helen Keller or who the fuck cut it, but Jesus Christ. It it's, it's like a rusty razor blade took to took to the top of it and it's like Somebody had Parkinson's cutting the top of it. Going they all cut the, it with scissors. It was awful. It was yeah. awful. And then, like, none of the seams are cut. None of the rivets. It was terrible. And I, I'm maybe I'm anal and stuff like that, but it, it well, looked well, atrocious. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, anyway, uh, it looked to me uh, like Stephen Nassie didn't have good old spotter Dan working for him because he was not clear. No. Even a little bit. Going into turn one. And, granted, the, the one view that I saw was, like, of the tails of the cars going into turn one. But Bubba Pollard was at the kid's tire if not his door and it's at that point it's Bubba Pollard's spot to give Nasty a little bit of the benefit of the doubt it looked like Bubba Pollard got into him going through three and four the first time yeah but we like Bubba Um, Pollard yeah no exactly (laughs) yeah uh but then I don't know what Nasty was doing going into one and two because he just he just he went from the uh, the grandstands to the speed bumps yeah he he did it he did a sports series move and just fucking took all the lanes right now went across his nose he did the Dave Cameron he And uh, he, you know, Bubba Polly just held his line, didn't really twitch or anything, and Nassie got up out of the groove and then goes down the backstretch through three and four, just doesn't fucking lift. Yeah, he drove in until he saw Jesus and then went <laughs> until he saw fucking yeah. Mary. He, <laughs> he didn't break until he shit, and he didn't let off until he fucking smelled it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but fuck. Um, yeah, he, he, the thing that I didn't understand, though, is that Bubba Polly wrecked or spun out like a year and a half after Nassie got into the back of him. Did you notice that? Yeah. He, like, twitched him, went through the rest of the corner, then spun out. Yeah. And that that confused me a little bit. But uh, I guess that that wasn't even the end of the race. That was just the middle of the race, right? Yeah, see, I thought... And the, the I, best part about this, though, I saw the tweets on it, and people were just roasting Steven Nassie of, like, you know that everybody's talking about how mature he's been and oh, yeah. how he's how he's grown up. That was what that was what Bobby's tweet stuff. was, which yeah. was fucking perfect. Whoever <laughs> said it at the Derby that Nassie had matured was like really wrong about that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, it's the middle of the race. You're racing for the lead. Clearly, you're one of the faster cars. Now you've wrecked Bubba Pollard, who one is substantially larger than you in all things human related. Two has ten times more success than you do, and three. Now you've been sent to the tail. Was that worth it? Was what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. The, yeah, see, I, what was confusing to me is that I saw a Matt Weaver tweet saying that Nasty went around off the bumper of Pollard, and this was wrong. well, no, it actually happened. Did you did you watch the end of the video that oh, no. that they showed? Yeah, Bubba Pollard just absolutely flat out drives through the back. Oh, of Steve good for Nassie. him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, because Nasty was caught up in lap traffic. I don't know what position they're battling for or whatever, but no, it was fucking hilarious. Uh, but I oh, saw the sure, tweet. Yeah. I saw the tweet first, and then I saw the Speed Fifty One video. So I'm watching it, and I'm like, "What the fuck was Matt Weaver talking about? Nasty didn't get spun out." And then they do like six different views in slow mo of wait. So this was after Nasty dumped him. Yes, going all the way back up to the lead. Yes, holy. I fuck. think so. Okay, twitches. Well, I don't know if they went back to the lead. So I'm watching the videos. Bubba Polly twitches Nasty. They're going down the back stretch. Nasty just doesn't lift again till he shits and doesn't break till he smells it. Gets into the side of Pollard. Pollard wrecks like a year later. 
Yeah, but then, then that's what Speed Fifty One yeah. does is they do four different replays of the same exact thing and like six different versions of slow mo, and then at the very end, there's like a ten second snippet of Bubba Pollard wrecking. Steven My favorite Nassie. part of Speed Fifty One broadcast is when they they actually rewind the camera and you watch this <laughs> the broadcast rewind so yeah. that they could do the replay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Steven Nassie's just a cunt. That's that's. Did you see the video afterwards in the pits though? When he like, there's a whole crowd around his car, and he can't like move at all, and he just jumps on Who, top Nassie of the car. Nassie or Pollard? Nassie. Yeah, Nassie's like the epitome of a hold me back kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. He's, the, he's just the hold me back, man. Hold me back. It's yeah. like Bubba Pollard would punch a hole through your fucking head, like through the back of your head. That's so exactly shut what the, the fuck video up. looked like too. Because I wish you could hear in the video what he was saying because someone walks over and Nassie's just on top of his car just fucking screaming and you can't you can't really hear in the video what he's saying but oh man I wish I was a fly on the wall in that car <laughs> um, is that the end of our racing talk I don't know Jeez, I don't, I don't have a ton much, of it there's not a lot going on these racing days. talk uh, yeah Natalie you, Decker got a ride that yeah, sucks how how I don't, <laughs> I don't understand know. did you see that the there was like a meme it's like uh, Nice Motorsports uh, hiring 645 <laughs> fabricators yeah. and 39 tow truck drivers and then it says on the bottom it's like natalie decker signs with nice motorsports for 2020 yep yeah uh, I saw that. that'll be a mess she's also driving like a trans am car for a tony ave oh uh, so she'll fucking flip that i'm sure um yeah i don't know uh yeah she it was announced this week i don't i don't know if the nice contract was announced last week or this week i think it was last week but we never got to it because we don't care i wish um, they disclosed the amount of money that people like natalie decker have to pay to drive a truck full time for a, a team like that, five million dollars. Like I know when Rico Aru did the the Thor Sport deal, it was like three million dollars out of pocket for a full season for truck racing. So like Natalie Decker, knowing that she's wrecked, what was it like? Tw- she was like twenty seven for twenty seven or something like that last year. Yeah, it was where she just fucking annihilated every truck that she even looked at. I don't remember who it was, but one of the Kyle Busch kids had raced like four races and had more points than Natalie, who raced twenty seven or whatever. <laughs> like it, it was fucking hilarious. That's, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I the, and the crash clause money must be fucking atrocious. Like make you want to throw up. But, yeah, she. Uh, uh, that's the that's the racing world we live in. Now. Yeah, it was announced that she. Paired up, she's pairing up with Ken Schrader Racing, episode 49, like that. Oh, uh, and yeah. uh, Fury the Schwan's car and Fury to race the Arca race at Daytona. What I don't know, I don't know how that works. Arca's already a fucking disaster, yeah. There'll be and then seven you throw cars. Natalie Decker in there, and then it's just yeah. yikes, <laughs> yikes, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh so I want to get to something. Oh, wait, quick. Haley Deegan, the Ford thing, did we talk about that yet? I think we did. This did was we? like a three week ago. Thing. Was it? I don't. Or the, know. Uh, well, she did. She did some sort of racing this weekend at Daytona, but I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't either. I saw that. It was, sa- it was no. It was Friday. They raced something on Friday. Was it like the the battle at the beach backstretch thing again? I guess maybe. It probably I was. I just that would make here. sense. Yeah. Um. So today's a big show. Big yeah. show, and it's it's fitting that Bobby's not here. Sorry, sorry, Bobby. <laughs> permanent guest we love you today Bobby, but today i had i will we'll give you a pass on this one i i get the i get you got to get stuff done to go to ac next weekend that's going to be a fucking heater of a weekend and i cannot wait die so today so, is so. today's one year to the day of the first pfp show oh shit yeah that's fitting that's just you and i then yeah yeah that's what i was that's, that's to the day we charlie was contacting his whole friends list on facebook to try to get a guest here but the issue is that a lot of people live like an hour away from where we record and charlie was on time for the first time in Ever. 49 episodes 
uh, today. He was actually early, which was crazy because I was taking a nap and I was like, Megan, wake me up at 11.45. She woke me up at 11.45. I was like, ah, I still got like 45 minutes. I might just go back to bed because, you know, Bobby's usually like 12.05 when we plan on 12 and Charlie's usually like anywhere between 12.15 and 3.45. Um, but yeah, so little background of how this all began, if you haven't listened, because we haven't talked about it since probably like episode five. Really? A year to the day? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I looked it up yesterday. I was at work Friday night, and I was doing literally nothing, and I had already looked at all my social media apps. So, uh, yeah, I was just looking back through all my podcasts, and I was like, holy shit, January 26th, 2019 was the first BFP show. So, so that, it must have been, what, a Saturday or a Friday yeah, or I something? Yeah, I believe it was a... It was a had yeah. to have been a Saturday. Yeah, it was yeah, probably yeah. a Saturday. Because it's Sunday, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so this all began because back in, I guess, 2018 at this point, over the summer, I was going through YouTube because whenever I'm like super, super bored and have nothing to look at on YouTube, I just look at like NASCAR crashes and shit. And my YouTube, you know, when you after you finish a YouTube video, it just goes to the next one, just plays over and over and over again. And then you well, end up at a weird giraffe having sex with a fucking cat well, that's, story somehow. The kid that was in the video was probably a giraffe cat baby. Uh, he looked like... I don't know. He, he looked like he played hacky sack by the stairs in high school. He, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it just basically, I watched like 10 videos and the 11th video was this kid and he was like Richmond reaction. And this kid is no joke, just sitting in front of a webcam and he's going, so on episode, I mean, uh, not episode, Jesus Christ, on lap 10, uh... Kyle Bush got a, a little loose going through three and four uh, on lap 57. Austin Dillon spun out and hit the wall. And I'm watching the video like there's no way this kid gets any views. <laughs> and then I looked down at the view. Li- he had like 18,000 views. I was like, "Who? Wh- how? Huh? I was like, wait a second. I'm going to start a YouTube channel because I could get a little bit more into it. Like I could, you know, I could fucking liven it up a little yeah, bit, sure. yeah. like especially compared to that kid. Like I'm not. Not a lively, you know, kind of talker. I'm not oh, really know. animated and stuff. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. So me and my best buddy, Caleb, we were sitting down in my basement. Not at this house, at a different house. Convenient. Every every good production comes from a basement. Yeah, and uh, we fired up the webcam and we're just sitting there like, you know, we're six races into the year. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, Kevin Harvick doesn't have a win yet. When is, when is his first win going to happen? And, like, Caleb would just, like, be like, I don't know what to do with my hands. He would just start laughing. Like whenever I would like come to him, like, you know, you have to say something. Right. And so then I like after about one, not even maybe a half of a YouTube video, I was like, this is just not going to work. This is not going to work at all. Um, we can't take ourselves seriously. And when we're recording on a webcam, we can see ourselves on the laptop. It's just that never helps. No, God, no. And so I was like, yeah, fuck this. And then I talked to Bobby over the summer of probably 2018 or whatever. And Bobby said, yeah, you know, I was going to start a podcast, you know, back in the day with a couple of buddies and, you know, do weapon of the week segments and all this stuff. And so I kept that in the back of my mind. And then come last January, I believe that was a Matt Gain thing. Was it? I believe so. Could have been. I could be wrong. Yeah. Could be wrong. Uh, come last January, I was like thinking who, like who out of all of my friends, because I didn't think Bobby would be all that interested because well, we, had, we are, hadn't really hung out at all. We we no. met each other at the Oxford 250 circa 2018, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. you were, we'd hung out maybe one other time. Once. Like I, I knew that you existed. Well, oh, we went to a it. Pirates game. That was the other thing. Nope. I mean, not a Pirate. Jesus, Mariners. That was way after the 250. Yeah, but it was before our first show. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so we had probably hung out like two or three times and. 
now Bobby wasn't going to be my first contact because NASCAR is the 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 devil. Well, yeah, to Bobby, <laughs> NASCAR is like what we talk about the most on here because there's just so much content. And so I was fucking sitting there like, who's a good talker that would like be able to do a podcast with me? It's like fuck. And then like, I was like, Charlie, Charlie's gonna be like Charlie'd be perfect on a mic. And so I messaged Charlie. I was like, hey, would you be interested? And he's like, absolutely. And then like that, you know. That, that was probably like a Wednesday, and then by Saturday, we were recording episode one. So It's funny that you brought any of that up, because I was just uh, scrolling through. I th- it was some, it might have been Time Hop or something like that, and uh, I saw some screenshots on my phone where we were kind of like bouncing names back and forth and shit like that, and uh, looking back on it, most of them were fucking absurd and just terrible, yeah. and then uh, I think I had mentioned, like, I, I just listed off like seven in a row, and one of them was Black Flag. You're like, Black Flag. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I don't remember what the fucking first and, and, one was. And part of that was because we knew that we were going to say fucking outrageous shit and just probably say cunt and things like that. So Black Flag, like, yeah. 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 I, think that, I think that the first name that I came up with, which was atrocious, was North of NASCAR. And NASCAR North. <laughs> yeah, either one of those two. Because there was a there's a kid that's pretty popular on the Twitters, and his... You, or his podcast and his YouTube name are the, is the NASCAR Weekly Podcast, which is kind of confusing to me because I don't think you can just use NASCAR's name like that. And also, they get guests like Haley Deegan and Denny Hamlin on the show and, you know, all these guys, which I don't know how that they can necessarily be associated. But, um, no, yeah, we, we bounced. Dude, like, the name process was over a week of just oh, yeah. shooting, like, throwing shit at the wall. And then, yeah, you literally said shit. Black Flag, and I was like, you know what? That's not bad. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, this is the first, it's it's fitting. This is the first show that we actually have real mics. Like, I guess not real mics, but like professional stuff. And, you know, our mixer's uh, hooked up. We have our headphones on. It, it's, it's only fun. taken a year. Yeah, no. That's fine. A year yeah. to the day. Yeah, don't don't ask for shit. videos anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a much later project. Yeah, that's definitely the um, next thing that we're, we're going to, uh, you know, try to do. So by January messages. 26th of 2021... Maybe we'll have video incorporated, but uh, yeah, I just want to give a big thanks to Andy Austin, Dan Collins, VIP, Tandem Payment, Star Speedway, The Graphics Coop, Mains and Sons, Jeremy DeCourcy. Bryce and Sons. Bryce and Sons. <laughs> yeah, anyone that's given us money or beer, Ben Basowski. Yeah, it's been a hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we, we went from, what was our first episode, like fucking seven <laughs> listeners or something like that, just because people knew that we existed. They knew you and existed. And now we're... Now we're up well over a thousand per week, so that's kind of crazy. Uh, nothing, nothing but up from here. Again, I guess it's been a year. That's wild. Yeah, episode forty nine now. So, yeah. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? Since again, not a lot of racing content this week. Uh, obviously the Rolex is going on. Kyle Busch is doing Kyle Busch things. He did the night shift. I saw. Uh, we've already touched on that a little bit. So, do you have any like weapons of the week or grinds your gears or what do you got? So I have. Two grinds my gears, two weapons of the week. All four are hockey re- hockey related. Jesus, hockey related. Oh, it's All Star Week. Um, yeah, it's probably a good thing that Bobbert's not here because you know this is a racing show, <laughs> strictly racing and football sometimes. But you know we bring up hockey. Jesus. Uh, so one of my grinds my gears is uh, it it's kind of the Pittsburgh media, but also. I guess Spit and Chicklets brought it up, and as well as that's hockey talk through the Pat McAfee show. Um, Bronx cheer that Matt Murray got last Sunday when he let in three goals in the first two minutes, three minutes. It was like four shots on goal. He lets up three goals. 
And so if you don't know what the Bronx cheer is, you, you should. But Bronx cheer, you know, he let in three goals on four shots. So the next time he, they come down and he makes a save, everyone sarcastically gives him a round of applause. And it was loud and it was noticeable. And they did that for pretty much the rest of the first period. And the Pittsburgh media went nuts. All the Matt Murray stands on Facebook, I mean, on Twitter went nuts. Everyone was all up in arms. Spitting Chicklets was saying that, you know, this is your guy. He's won you two cups, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. This is what Boston does to Tuka Rask. This is what all goalies are going to get if you let up three goals on four shots and you don't get pulled. You're gonna, next time you come down, you make a save. Everyone's going to fucking give you the most sarcastic cheer of all time because you just let in three goals on four shots in like three minutes of hockey. Dude, they like they just sat down to watch the game. They paid $150 for the ticket. You sit down, you're already down by three. So the only person that actually had some reasonable quote about this was A.Q. Shipley on That's Hockey Talk, where he said... The football player. Yes. He said... Uh, hockey talk. He said something about... Well, yeah, he's a big hockey guy. Is he? Yeah. He, uh, he said something along the lines of like, the fans are coming with an expectation. You get paid millions of dollars a year. They paid $200 to go watch you play. You let up three goals on four shots that early into the game. Yeah, every single goalie in the league is going to get that sort of cheer. That happened with the thing that really bugs me is that I was always a Mark Andre Fleury guy, and in Pittsburgh, there's a very very fine line between Fleury guys and Murray guys, because Fleury got ran out of town because Murray was this hot up and coming goaltender after Fleury had played. Well, they, for us they got for, him for cheap. Fleury had played for us for twelve years or whatever. Right. Fleury had his struggles. He was bad in the playoffs for like three years consecutively, and so now there's it's really weird because there's guys that are like. We should have kept Flurry, which is just an outlandish take, because Flurry makes seven million dollars a year and Matt Murray makes like two. Um, I'm not one of those guys per se, but the same guys that were up in arms that Murray was receiving these Bronx cheers are the same guys that always make fun of Flurry fans are always like Flurry fucking sucks. Like they were like, no goalie deserves this. Well, fucking Flurry got it every single time that that would happen to him. So I don't understand. I know goalies are like a whole mental fucking breed. Like you know, they're just they're can't confirm. They're like kickers in football. Well, but um, so uh, going going off of that, like uh, even Pat McAfee's talked about this kind of extensively. Where whether you're a goalie, even like a race car driver, to be honest, a goalie, a race car driver, a catcher, a punter, a kicker, when you're a specialty type player, type item, type fucking whatever you do for your team, it's typically a you have to be in such a uh, such a mindset individually compared to the rest of the team. So me, I, I played, I played in goal for well over 10 years when I played hockey and um, being a goalie is one, one of the most thankless jobs on the entire, in the entire hockey. It's very, industry. what have you done for me lately? It, it, incredibly. And, and people don't realize that you are the last line of defense. So even if the puck gets past you, they don't seem to mention that, well, it went through five other fucking people before it even got to me. And then, you you, you know, something stupid happens. Oh, the goalie fucking sucked. Blah, blah, blah. And they don't pull defensemen if they, miss a, if they miss a check or if they miss a fucking stick check or anything like that. But if you let in three goals, fuck you. You know, somebody else can go and play. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's one of those deals where it's even if you're at your best, you, the score is 0-0 zero, zero still. Yeah, you we, know what I mean. It, it, even if you're a punter, yeah, Pat McAfee has said this multiple times too. Is like it, he loved he loved the sport of football. He's very passionate about it. He knows the game better than most people. But anytime he was out on the field, it was 
probably because his team just sucked and he had to give the ball back to the other. You know what I mean? Like it's that's a, true. Yeah. It's not a position where you're able to really change the game a lot or uh, uh, do anything that can you know uh, change the way that the game is going. But uh, really, if you're a goalie, if you make like a big save or something like that, your team's gonna get like hyped up, like let's go, let's fuck it, let's do this, and that's where you have to be more of a a cheerleader or a, basically the quarterback of the team because you can see what's going on in front of you. Same thing as being a race car driver. If you, if you come in and you start being a cunt, then the rest of your team is going to be a cunt. You know what I mean? So even if you go out and say you go out for practice or you you, you know yeah, heat race, it sucked or whatever, you go out front and then you fall back, you at least have to get out of the car and be like, it's all right, guys, let's let's just figure out what's going on. You know, Let's do what you got to do. And then that way everybody around you doesn't crumble and then you're having a miserable fucking night. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but Matt Murray and Tuka Rask are almost the same goalie. Same thing. Tuka, Tuka is definitely they, better, but it, they we, go we can say such... that they're both elite. Yeah, they are very, very good at what they do. They get compensated accordingly. The best thing about both of these guys, though, is that you know what's weird in hockey is goalies get into a groove, and you know somewhere through, if they haven't let in a goal through like halfway through the second period, you're like, oh, yeah, he's really on his game today. Right. Well, Matt Murray and Tuka Rask are the same caliber player in the sense that you'll be two minutes into the third period and he, he's made 35 saves. Yeah. He's standing on his fucking head and then a puck gets shot in from the blue line as a dump and change and it just bounces and goes past them and you're like, what the, how the fuck did that just go And then in? the whole game changes. Yeah. And the then, whole game And changes. then you lose by like four and then yeah. you're like, the fuck Tuka Rask, fuck Matt Murray. Like, yeah. It's it's see funny. that's where we can relate. Even though we like different teams, we, we have the same type of player there. But like, oh, yeah. like Tuka Rask is one of those deals where um, it, it, I don't know. It's a lover. It's you either love the guy or you hate the guy. Whether if you're a diehard Boston Bruins sports fan, you either love Tuka Rask or you can't stand him. And yeah. I I I think he's again he's elite. Matt Murray is elite. Uh, they get again paid accordingly to do what they do. But it, what have you done for me lately? Again, it's yeah. just, it's the same talk all the time. But um. Going off of that, what's your opinion of these? Because I'm going to relate this back to racing here in a second. Um, what is your opinion on like Alex Ovechkin, all these other players that get the nod to play in the All Star game and then they just don't show up? Tukarasu, the same thing. Uh, I mean, because I I I get it, but that I don't shit really... irks me. Yeah, I... you get paid millions. Yeah, of dollars. Yeah, and the you're in the top one percent financially. To play a game. You now have been considered the best at what you do. And you just have to show up for one event on your 10 day vacation. And you're not going to show up. Yeah. I've always fuck kinda, off. I've always kind of understood it. Like guys like Ovechkin. I don't I don't necessarily because Ovechkin does it like every single year. Like for the most part at least. But it, it, that doesn't make it right. No no I'm not saying that. You just but, said if you if you pay $200 to go to the all-star game and you're a diehard Washington Capitals fan, you're going to go want to see Holpe, Ovechkin, TJ Oshie, and then Ovechkin's just, nah. Yeah, that's a it, kick in the dick to every fan that's bought tickets, season passes, jerseys, all the shit that pays this guy's salary, and he's just like, nah, fuck yourself. It doesn't irk me as much as it does you, but I definitely understand the case where like, you're the best player in the league, you're one of the best players in the league at least, and you're not showing up to the event that showcases the best players in the league. Uh, the All-Star game's always been 
kind of a joke. Uh, the skills I, competition's a fucking joke. I think the new setup that they have with the three-on-three between the divisions yeah. for a million dollars has made it worth for them to play because yeah. they were actually getting like kind of pissed last night yeah, about the certain game, stuff. The, games, the game itself, I guess, is, is probably the one bright spot, but... Um, but going, the, I don't know that it, it, it guys that are on the friend the fringe though, like say Travis Konechny from the Flyers, like he could have he could have gone to the All Star game, he could have not gone to the All Star game. I think he might have only gone because someone on the Flyers didn't want to go, like a David think, Krejci of sorts. Yeah, think yeah. of some guy like that. I understand from their aspect if they don't want to go, if they because they assume they weren't gonna get voted into the All Star game, so they have this big elaborate vacation. They're like, oh, we're gonna go to fucking Spain, whatever. We're gonna do all this shit. <laughs> They they spend like you know ten thousand dollars on it, and then you're like ah you got to go to St. Louis in the middle of winter, and you're like ah fuck me, but, fuck me again though you get paid. To, yeah, this is your not. job. This is literally your job. I get if it, my that. if my job was like hey you have training down in Boston next week, and I was just like nah, I would get fired. I I would no longer have that job. Now granted it's different. It's it's an entertainment industry. They get paid a gazillion dollars to do it, but like. What gives you the right to just say, fuck off, I don't want to do it? That's like, okay, so that's like the all-star weekend for NASCAR, okay? Everybody's going down to Charlotte. It's a home, we'll call it a home game for, for any of the NASCAR teams. And it's like, you know, Kyle Busch or Brad Keselowski just showing up and being like, ah, this, this isn't for points and, you know, fuck it, I don't want to do it. And then all of a sudden you have the 18 Toyota Camry with M&Ms all over it and fucking Justin Allgaier is driving it. It's like... <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't want to watch that. Like, who who cares? Cody wears in the night. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I get that. I it's get... the same thing. Yeah. It's literally the same. It's like Brad Keselowski being like, nah, I just I want to go on vacation this week instead of doing my fucking job and going to the all-star race and promoting the sport and doing all these things. And then you have fucking, I don't the, even know. That actually know. does make a solid amount of sense. And now I'm kind of pissed about it too because it's the w- same w- thing. And then you just bought a ticket to go to the all-star race and you're going down there to see your Brad Keselowski, your Kyle Busch or... You know, yeah. uh, fucking Matt Benedetto, and then all of a sudden Trevor Baines back in the 21. You're like, well, no, that's not what I want to watch. I remember being a kid and going from the transition where the cars were like, I don't know, the, I don't know what they're called. The, the COT cars? No, the ones before that. Just the Twisted Sister Gen yeah. 5s. Gen 5s, okay. whatever. Uh, no, I, I remember, guess that would be Gen 4. Same thing. Uh, I remember going through the transition <laughs> where it went from the Gen 4 cars to the COT cars, and then it was like, oh, the All-Star race is okay. And then like it seemed like after that, not that no one really cared, but these guys already get paid so much money that a million dollars isn't... Not, not not that it's not worth it for them, but I always kind of looked at the All-Star race as being like the most boring race of the year until like this past year when you like they they had that weird aero package that... like. Oh yeah, I don't. They were going like nine wide through turns yeah. one and two, but it only lasted like for like two laps. And, yeah. yeah, stupid. It was like kind of I don't know. It was kind of fun to watch, but I just always hated the All Star race ever since I went in 2014. And I think Denny Hamlin won it, and I remember Denny Hamlin like didn't do a burnout. At least from what I remember, he didn't do a burnout. He stopped on the start finish line, got out of the car, and just gave the most plain interview of all time. And I was like, I fucking hate that guy, and I fucking hate the All Star race because like we drove seventeen, eighteen hours for the All Star race, and it was just not even worth our time. I think the only caution was Jimmy Johnson spun, once. right? Like that was that was just. Well, the only... I, I, I've said this multiple times on other episodes that I, I feel like people especially in the racing community, whether you're a driver, a team owner, a track owner, a series promoter, anything like that, people fail to realize that 
if you are one of those things, whether it be a driver, a track owner, a promoter of a series, you are not in the racing industry. You are not. You are not in the automotive industry. You're not in the racing industry. You are in the entertainment industry. Now, what these tracks are failing to realize is that to put people in the stands like they used to, you have to have a fucking show. And you can go at, you can go down to the fucking side of the interstate down I-95 and watch cars go by. That's easy. That's easy enough. But once you include announcers and fireworks and a big screen of some sort or like live interviews and stuff like that that people have access to, you've now made it a show. You've made it a program in which I want to drive and go out of my way to go watch. Again, I can go out in your fucking driveway right now and watch cars go by. Yeah. I understand that. It's not granted it's different. I understand that, but it's you it's about, you know, the it's about the atmosphere. It's about the sights, the sounds, the smells, things like that where if you go up to a well fuck, we'll take Lee for an example. You go to Lee USA Speedway, you have an announcer in the booth going meh 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 meh. They take 35 minutes to go in between every single race. And you're just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? Compared to a beach ridge or an Oxford where things are lined up in the sh- the pits, ready to go, one after another. Or, wow, another. 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 I like that. Another. Where you have things lined up one after another in the pits, ready to go. Granted, if you're a competitor, it's a pain in the fucking balls. It's, it's awful. It sucks that you have to rush around, do everything. You've seen me get pissed in the pits because of that very issue. Yeah, rushing around is a strong word for it. Because we'll all be, like, sitting in your trailer, like... <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll be I'm fucking, late to everything. We're, we're eating food, like, and, and they'll say, you know, sports series cars, you're, you're lining up in five minutes, and then no one even bats an no. eye, and then he's like, sports series cars, like, line up heat two, and you're like, oh, I guess I should probably start getting ready. And so, like, then you have to go and get ready, and then Maddie's got to, like, fucking check the bar <laughs> and all this. It's just a disaster. And Every then, time. And then Every they're time. just like, uh, we need the number one car down, and then, like, 20 minutes later, the number one shows up. It's, it's unbelievable. Fuck it's, it's one of my favorite things to watch. Like, I just stand back <laughs> and just watch all of it unfold. But anyway, um, if I again, if I own the racetrack, I, I'm going to have everything lined up in the pits, ready to go, so that once the first race is done, the other one's ready to go out. Nobody, There's no downtime. There's no fucking anything. It's an entertainment business, and people don't fucking realize that. So, unfortunately, that we just uh, related this back to racing. My other grinds, my gears is uh, back to hockey. Ah, the love hockey media that were covering the women's three on three. Did you happen to watch that on Friday night? No. Yeah. So, <clears throat> with all due respect, oh boy, not to sound sexist or anything, but you're about to sound sexist. Where's Bobby? Hit the, hit the uh, hit, <laughs> stupid woman. Hit the button. Correct. Um, yeah. So yeah, no soundboard without Bobby. I went. The, I went to Robert Morris University, which is a D one school for hockey. We and, get it. You're great. Huh? We get it. You're great. I know. Thanks. Uh, the men's program kind of sucked, but the men's program was actually like fun to watch. They were chippy. They were fast. And the women's program is ranked in the top six in the nation for like the majority of the time I was there. So I was like, oh, I'll go, I'll, you know, I'll stay around. I'll watch the game. Holy fuck. It was like the most slow. It looked like I was watch, watching like a men's like squirts game. Like you're, you're like, what? I don't even know what squirts are. 10 years like old. Middle, middle school. Yeah. yeah. So the women's, the national women's development teams for Canada and the USA had a three on three shootout or not a three on three shootout, three on three game 
at the All-Star game on Friday night after the skills competition. And skills. Skills. <laughs> and the media was like, oh, the women just saved the, the three-on-three. Like, this is about to be the best show, you know, whatever. So I, I flipped it on while I was at work and I was watching. And it was the most clumsy, just like... It was not good. Like they they were getting into the neutral zone and they would just like lose the puck and like it would be a turnover. They get back into the other zone. They lose the puck. It, it ended up being you're playing three on three, and it ended up being like a two to one game after 20 minutes of play. That's that was like it just like blew my mind. You're playing three on three, which you're supposed to have so much open ice. Ten minutes of play, or ten? No, I think it was two 10 minute periods. How is it two to one? Like if you're in a if. <laughs> I don't, it just, it really like, it pissed me off because I was watching it and I was like, oh, this is okay. Like whatever, you know, it's pretty cool to like see that the NHL is like, you know, showing, showcasing the woman. Right. And then I went on through Facebook and Twitter and like every single hockey media journalist that I was following was like, that was unbelievable. I, I can't believe the performance that we just saw. And it's like, you're just saying that so that like, so you, you don't, don't get, lose your job. You don't get chastised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just saying that because you can't say you know what you're really thinking because if you say what you're really thinking you're sexist and you know you're a pig and all this stuff so well i'll, I'll be the one to you say are it. a pig yeah well thanks i, know. <laughs> I try <laughs> but it was just like it was so sloppy and it was slow and it, and you're watching it like holy fuck like this is the best women in hey if you ask that nation. lady's mother from wyndham she, they should be on the nhl teams i know yeah it's unbelievable it's, that's know. not fair <laughs> Uh, any more yeah. weapons of the week? Grinds your gears? I have a couple weapons, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. So, so then you're, you've just started. This one, this one I could really get into. Uh, Johnny Leadership, Jonathan Taze. I don't know. Who from the oh, uh, Chicago, Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Fist fought. It's a hockey podcast. Today. His alternate captain. So he's the captain of the team, yes. Johnny Leadership. He is. You don't like by, Jonathan Taze. I do not like sense. Jonathan Taze. <laughs> by far the most overrated player in the National Hockey League. It's not even close. Like people through. From about 2010 to 2016, 2017, we're saying Jonathan Taze was the best player in the world. Wrong. Jonathan Taze averages like 50 points a year. How in an 82-game season... To be is fair, that, that's more than us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How is he the best player in the world when you guys you got guys like Crosby, Ovechkin, Pasternak, Marshawn, McDavid? They're all scoring Thank over... Thank you for involving Marshawn into that. They're all scoring over I 100 points that. a year. Everyone was like, "Oh, well, he's just—he's just such a good leader. He's just, you know, he's just such a good captain." <laughs> he just fist fought his alternate captain Thursday. Oh, I did see that. in practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not even practice. It was a morning did skate. You, did you see the interviews from the coaches of like, "Well, I've got boys." Yeah, it's like that's 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 all that needs to be said. It's like, no, that's we need a little more than that. Like, yeah. what the, your fucking own teammates are, or your own team is fighting each other. Like, what the fuck is happening? Not just the own team, the <laughs> captain and the alternate captain. What the fuck is going on with the leadership in the Chicago Blackhawks? Hey. It was unbelievable. Just Jonathan Taze is just, uh, he's really always pissed me off because people were literally saying that he was the best player in the world. He got put into the top 100 players in the NHL of all time. I think that that's warranted. No, that's, no, the, no. Not, they not let, top 100, if you really. Got, if you got the list of players that they didn't put in the top 100, they didn't put Malkin, they didn't put Marshawn, they didn't put, I don't Malkin's think they had Bergeron. I don't think that they had like any current Bruins players in there. They had Jonathan Taze, they had Patrick Kane, they had Duncan Keith, I'm pretty sure. Duncan Keith is also overrated. Like Duncan Keith had like a good... Five-year span, but if you think about the 100 greats of all time, you have like a 15-year career. I would put Zdeno Chara, who I fucking hate, and I think he's severely overrated now. I think he's it's hilarious to watch him play hockey. It, 
I would put him over Duncan Keith because he's had such a long career where he's been, at the very least, good. Duncan Keith right now is just not that good. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right, sorry. That's fine. You, you need an event, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Any, any more weapons? I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my other one that I'll just get into oh, real God, quick Jesus was... Uh, you got a list. ...was uh, Gritty. Gritty, uh, the love mascot gritty. for the Philadelphia Flyers. Is this your weapon? This is a weapon. Weapon. Yeah. He is... Uh, now being investigated for assaulting a thirteen-year-old boy. So did he Flyers deserve fans, it? Fire. This is a. This like, is like. It's not like, like a Pittsburgh sexually thing. or like get the fuck out of my way, kid. Uh, I think the second one ah. because I don't like him. We'll say the first one too. Oh, um, you don't like who doesn't like gritty? I don't even like the Flyers, and I like gritty. I don't know. Really, he's just yeah. Ah. I don't know, something about his eyes, okay, rolling around and stuff. But uh, no. So they were they were going to a meet and greet. This kid and his dad. They were season ticket holders. They're going to meet gritty. They go to get a picture. This kid, I guess, like tapped Gritty like on the shoulder or whatever. And then as the kid walked away, Gritty just charged him and punched him in the back. And they were Flyers fans, which is confusing to me because like if it was a Penguins fan and he punched someone in the back, I get it. Like when I went to the Flyers Penguins game, it's it's a good thing that I was sitting at literally as far from the ice as you could possibly be because Gritty couldn't come up from behind me because like Gritty was known to like take people's hats off and just fucking throw them. Like, dude, if you took my hat off, <laughs> I would get up and I would take your fucking mask off and just start swinging. I don't care that you're nine feet 12. Like I don't dude, don't touch my hat. So this kid is a Flyers fan, which is really just doesn't make any sense. And his dad is a season ticket holder and gritty just fucking full on, I guess, I don't know, long, long arm, large but, mouth bass. But, <laughs> but what, like, I, I'm sure it wasn't just out of nowhere. I'm sure that kid probably said or did something stupid or like punched him in the dick or yeah, something like that. you're still the mascot for the team. You can't just fucking Well, you just said and... if somebody touched your hat, you're going to swing. Well, yeah. So even if the penguin, what's the penguin's mascot's name? No, he doesn't touch people's What's hats his name? Penguins. What's it? Iceberg? Oh, I think? That's really yeah. Iceberg. Yeah. The Bruins even have a mascot? Yeah, his name is Blades. Really? <laughs> blades? Blades. I didn't name it. And his number is double zero. Never understood that. You yeah. can't be the double zero in no. hockey. I don't care for that. Anyway. Oh, speaking of dumb. Do you know the, the Minnesota Wild? Now that we're on hockey. Apparently all, it's a hockey podcast. All, all dumb. Minnesota Wild. They've retired the number one. Ask me why. Ask me why. Please ask me why. Please ask me why. Please hey, 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 why'd they retire the number one? Because when they were an expansion team back in the year 2000, they had the number one fans in the league. So they dedicated the number one to their fans. Do you know why I know this? Ask me why I know this. Hey, Charlie, why do you know this? So I was playing NHL. Uh, I think it was Chell 19, something like that. And I had done my be a pro guy. And I uh, decided I didn't want to play for the Buffalo Sabres anymore. So I requested a trade. I got traded to the Minnesota Wild. Now, for whatever reason, on the NHL EA Sports games... They don't tell you that if your number is already taken, you, you should pick another one. They assign a number to you, and you can't change it. You're just fucked. So I was the number two, and I was very confused as to why, because I was like, the Minnesota Wild have never been good. Uh, they don't really have anybody noteworthy ever on their team, other than maybe one of the stall boys. And I was like, why was I not number one? So confused. I Googled it, and I found this bit of information out, and I threw up on my dick. I threw up. <laughs> Why, why was your dick out? Why, wait, what'd you say? You heard me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I threw up. I wasn't impressed. That's so dumb. That is the dumbest thing I've ever the, heard. The dumbest. 
I, I guess I'm not number one anymore. Anyway, They're not so. the number one <sighs> for this year. How? What number one fans? What's wrong with number one? No, I'm saying that they don't oh, have number the number one, one fans. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> trash. They're terrible. Anyway, uh, anything racing? There's got to be something racing going on. Got to be. Uh, oh, Atlantic Kyle Larson City. won the Chili Bowl. Oh yeah. Did oh. we talk about that? Yeah, already? we did. I think we, did. we did. All right. Um, we have to do. Oh, a Matt next... Gain. Have you seen this? The station yeah. wagon that Matt Gain has. The yes. black and yellow me. Station yeah, I was trying to figure out where that was going. So, for those that don't know, Matt Gain, uh, from around these parts, races at Beechridge in the Sports Series with me, number sixty-one. Uh, he he's got a station wagon for I think it's the Lemons Rally, whatever the fuck that is, and it's literally painted up like the Me Car from Talladega Nights, sixty-two on it. Good fan, and I think Holly's with him, his lady friend, wife, whatever she is. So, yeah, it's perfect because he's from Maine, and it's not in Maine. The race, yeah, I don't know, well, where I don't it know is. anything about it. I think it's wicked far, not yeah. here. Like, Matt, Matt should fun. just message us a, or like post on whatever and just like what the what is this? So, yeah, I don't know when we can do this because I was trying to think. At some point, we need to have like a a, a NASCAR preview show. Yeah, or and, just a guest. And next week is Atlantic City, so there's no chance that we talk about it. And then NASCAR no. starts the weekend after, right? Like with the the Budweiser shootout, yeah, and, and, and whatever, and, and, and qualifying and Super Bowls next week. Super Bowl? Who who you got in the Super Bowl? Uh, was it Jimmy G and who else? Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. See, this is my see, favorite See, the problem thing. Is, is I don't really care. This is my favorite thing about going to Atlantic City now is the fact that sports gambling is legal. Oh, yeah. Everything Holy is legal. Holy fuck. Like, I'm not even kidding. When I found out, I found out like 10 days ago that I was going to Atlantic City. Nice. I have, I've been on like a strict, like I'm putting money in my savings. Like at the beginning of the year, I was like, you know what? I don't have anything planned from now until pretty much June. Like no big trips or anything. Atlantic City's a big trip. That just came out of fucking nowhere. So now it's like, shit, I had to scramble to try to find money. So I'm listing shit on eBay. I'm listing shit on <laughs> Facebook. Like, I've tried to, like, scrounge up as much money as I could. Like, I have video games on, on eBay right now. Someone just sent me an offer. Thank you. I'm going to fucking be gambling that away Friday night. But I can't wait to get there because sports gambling is, like, my thing. Like, I... I, I have an issue. Well, I'm fully aware. I've <laughs> but, watched this. But what I, every, every every opportunity you get, you have a race pool or a fucking something of some sort going. Apparently, I'm not invited to that anymore. But uh, that's not even the same race pool. It, you're yelling. That's, yeah. But um, what I didn't understand was I went to download the DraftKings playbook. I think is the app because it's their it's their sports book, whatever. And it says that you can sports gamble in New Hampshire. And I'm in New Hampshire a solid amount of times, and I had no fucking idea you could do that. So pretty much I'm going to Atlantic City when I could just drive 45 minutes ah. to the west and uh, play some of sports. So that's, yeah, west. well, same thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to hammer the Chiefs in the over, pretty sure. Really? You think so? Yeah, I'm going to hammer oh, I just I don't over. want Patrick Mahomes to have that much success that early on. I want to have, I want Patrick I'd rather see Jimmy G pull it off, I think. I want to. Granted, he did nothing in the AFC or NFC Championship game. So. I want to see Patrick Mahomes have that much success early on. Eh. Eh. No, he doesn't do much for me. That's because you're a <laughs> Patriots fan. He does a lot for everyone else. Eh. Eh. Patriots uh, fans don't want the Chiefs to succeed. I don't really care for Andy Reid. Oh, I it. love Andy Reid. I'm a big, big <laughs> Andy Reid guy. That guy's fucking hilarious. He uh, looks like a walrus a little bit. Kind of, not like Paul Maurice walrus. <laughs> Duncan but. the walrus for the, from the, what is it, progressive commercial? Yeah. I love that boy, Duncan. <laughs> I'm gonna get there Friday. I'm gonna place a. I'm gonna hammer the Penguins Friday night against Ham the Flyers. Hammer them. I'm gonna probably throw like fifty on them, and then Jesus. when I lose all my money, I'm gonna 
go home. Yeah. And I'm not going to bet on the Super Bowl. But my goal Wait, is... how are you going to get your money? Because we're coming back Sunday. I'm going to place bets on my phone. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep, 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 yep. I think yep. you can play... Though I've been trying to figure this out because I think you can place the bet... As long as you're in New Jersey, you can place the bet. Maybe. But... I don't know if you can't get paid out because you're not in New Jersey. It doesn't make any sense. With I don't the, know how that works. The people that I've talked to have said that it doesn't make sense. You should be able to get your money because you placed the bet in New Jersey. So I'm just going to go with what they said. They also have no prior experience and really no idea what's going on. So solid. Yeah. Uh, so I got a couple of weapons of the week. Good. Okay. So my work. Yep. I see the most eclectic group. Eclectic. Wow. Holy time out. I see the most eclectic group of Beep. fucking idiots on the planet. I, I work in the, basically the service industry. I, I'm a service advisor at a Subaru dealership, okay? So you can only imagine the amount of fucking idiots that I have to deal with. Now, uh, this lady came in, okay? Older lady, probably 60s, 70s, comes in. And on these things, <clears throat> there is a, a, a dome light, much like every other car that's ever been made, ever. And there's three settings on it. Okay, there's on, off, and door. Pretty straightforward, right? Yep. You get it? Yep, I get it. So, so far. The opening sentence out of this lady's mouth that took me aback a little bit was, and I quote, I turned my dome light off and now it won't come on. I'm going to repeat <laughs> that. I'm going to repeat that. I turned my dome light off and now it won't come on. It's about the same reaction that I had. <laughs> so I was like, um, all right. So what is it that you're asking me, ma'am? <laughs> She's like, well, I feel like it shouldn't do that. So now I'm I'm getting squinty eyed at her and I'm even more confused. And Coming I was in. like, what what is it that you're trying to get it to do? She's like, well, I want it to turn on. Okay. Well, you just told me you turned it off, right? Well, yeah. Maybe try the So what is it that you're asking me? <laughs> I am so confused at this point. So confused. And she's like, well, I, I feel like, you know, if I if I open up my door, then, you know, I, I, I want it to turn on. I said, okay, well, there's a setting for that. It literally says door on the thing. She says, well, I, I don't want it to come on when, I, when I'm in the car. I'm like, well, it... <laughs> It'll, it'll turn itself back off if you close the door. She's like, well, I want it to, it to shut off instantly. I'm like, that's, that's not how that works. I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't design this. She's like, well, I feel like it shouldn't do that. And again, I, it's a brand new car. It has like a 300 miles on it. And I, I'm, again, just genuinely confused as to what's going on. And I, I at this point, I'm like looking for cameras. Around, <laughs> like, what, like, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> have, am I being punked? What's, go, what's going on here? And she... It just gen- genuinely was like, I don't, I don't feel like it should just shut off if I turn it off. And I'm like, did, when you bought your house, did you make sure that all the lights were on the off position when they were all off? Like, you fucking idiot! I, I, so dumb. And then I had another one. People are the best. Like, it didn't make sense to me. I was so confused, so confused. And I had to explain the on, off, and door situation there. And holy fuck, um. Another one, okay? Kid came in, getting some recall work done, okay? Pretty straightforward. It was, I was like, it's going to take probably maybe an hour, hour and a half. So if, if you're going to go drop your car off at a service department, 
you're probably either going to a wait or b or two uh figure out something to do and not make me plan your day out right yep right yeah makes sense if you're dropping it off that makes all the sense in the world hey either do you need it back in a couple hours or do you need it back at the end of the day that's all the information i need to make sure that it gets done period so he's like well i i I need it back in a couple hours okay not a problem man not a problem well i I need a loaner car well okay time out (laughs) time out now 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 when i say this person needs a loaner car people don't realize if you go to a dealership and you demand a loaner car, you're a fucking piece of shit because I don't think you understand how difficult it is to sign these fucking things out. Cause it's, I'm literally giving you a car. I'm giving you a motor vehicle to go from a to B. Now, if you're spending $3,000 or something like that with me, more than happy to help you out. But if you're coming in and I have to add you into the system cause you've never been there before and you're spending $0 cause you're getting recall work done. I have very little desire to help you out when it comes to getting you down the road to either work or home. Because now if I have to sign out a loaner car, I need your driver's license. I need your insurance information. I need all sorts of bullshit to sign this out. And if I see on your driver's license that you live in South Portland or Scarborough, like literally a mile from where we are, I'm going to try and get you a ride instead. No, no, no. Couldn't have it. Needed to have a loaner car right here, right now. (sighs) Okay, fine, fine. So I go inside and out. I get it. And, uh, I give him the car by the time I had already done this, it's already half done. It's in the shop half, you know, all the work is half done. So, uh, he takes the car. Now I don't think anything of it. 35, 40 minutes comes by. He shows up out of nowhere. Okay. So now he's back at the desk. He's asking me, he's like, I'd like to get some washer fluid. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like for your car. Cause it's in the shop. He's like, no, for the laundry car. What exactly? Okay, <laughs> so so again, I I this is now back to back to the dome light lady. So I'm even I'm even more on edge now. Okay, now the, I was like for the loaner car. He's like, yeah. Mind you, again, it had been like 35, 40 minutes. So I'm like, okay, man, whatever. So I go and get a jug of washer fluid. And I go out to the parking lot. This kid had the hood popped on the loaner car, and apparently the last 35, 40 minutes he had just taking it upon himself to open up the hood and just look at things underneath there. And mind you, there was plenty of washer fluid in it, but it wasn't to the very top. And he wanted me to top it off. And he was going home a mile (laughs) and a half from where I work. Had to have the loaner car. And the washer fluid. And the washer fluid. (laughs) So now I'm genuinely fucking angry at this point. And I top it off. The kid leaves. Mind you, his... But he gave me his license. His, his The year he was born was 1997. So now I am just fuming on the inside because this kid is younger than I am and is the fucking reason why we get such a bad name as millennials because you're being a piece of shit. Just straight up being a piece of shit. Kid wow. with total weapon. Biggest piece And of he shit. shows up wearing like a snap-on jacket, has this big gross fucking beard. It's like, you should know better. You just should know better. Anyway, he goes and takes off. My, and his car is done in like 15 minutes after he leaves. So he, he's now wasted 40 minutes in the fucking parking lot just looking at this new loaner car because he had to have it. Goes and drives <laughs> 10 minutes down the road, comes back. His car is done. I call him up. He's like, all right, I'll be right there. I'm like, what the fuck did you need this car for for 10 minutes worth of your... Like, you couldn't have just sat around and waited. I was so angry. 
so angry at this situation. Maybe I shouldn't have been as angry as I was. No, I think you should. I, think I was, was so I think fucking was mad. I was so angry. If you just struck him, I don't think. Oh, oh my God. It's going to happen one yeah. of these days. It's going to happen. I'm going to reach across the counter and fuck it. Like, I'm going to lose my job. It's I would some... have been the perfect candidate to get oh struck. Oh, my God. Can't like, be like an old lady. I hope lady. people listening understand the situation that I was in when this happened because I was, I was so fucking furious. Um, now, speaking of furious, I my last weapon here. Uh, at David underscore Levitt. Okay, I saw this on Twitter the other day. Guy goes into a Target, finds a $150 toothbrush, because apparently that's necessary, and it's on a, a, a display rack that says one cent. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> I'm already so excited for the rest of the story because I haven't seen it. So I, it says one cent. Mind you, the, the, the barcode on the display says display one cent. So the display case that it was in was a cent. The toothbrush was not one penny. Okay. So he takes the toothbrush up to the, 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 uh, the checkout thing there. Now imagine if this was Megan working because Megan works at Target, right? Yeah. So Megan's cashing this person out. And the guy, you know, scans the item. All right, that'll be 150 whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, what do you mean? It's $150, dude. It's a, it's a, you needed this fucking vibrating dildo toothbrush for whatever reason. Yeah, it comes it with comes dental with, insurance yeah, for a year. It comes with a hand job, a midget that brushes your teeth for you. <laughs> it's, it's spectacular. Yeah. Now, it, he then proceeds to say, well, the, the, the lowest price was a cent. Okay, now have a little bit of common sense here. Okay, it's it's probably not a cent. Like, don't be stupid. Proceeds to call the cops. <laughs> okay, wait. Then. Mind you, this guy has a blue check mark on his Twitter account, so he's for whatever reason very well known. Again, at David underscore Levitt L E A V I T T. Okay, now goes on this rant about how he didn't call nine one one because it wasn't an emergency, but he called dispatch to explain the situation and have a police officer show up so that he could then have something to take to court with him. Uh, this guy looks like the guy that would do yeah. this. Oh, the oh, worst. Still, uh, so you see who I'm talking about, his, now, right? His header photo on Twitter is at real Donald Trump blocked you. You're yeah. now blocked from following. Yeah. The fucking, this guy is such a moron. So then proceeds to call the cop, takes a picture of the girl check cashing him out and blasts her on Twitter. And Proceeds to get his fucking shit roasted by everybody saying, like, dude, obviously it's not a cent. It's a fucking $150 product. Why are you being a douchebag? Quit being a cunt. All these things. And the guy's just getting shredded. Now, obviously, this guy is a supporter of Bernie Sanders. And the best part about this was the the tweet that he had with this. He's like, I haven't been able to go to the dentist in over a year. And I went to Target and I saw such a good deal. And I was excited to only be disappointed at the counter. And, you know, just shreds this chick on, on Twitter, okay? The best response. The best response. And typical fucking Bernie Sanders supporter, fucking liberal, whatever. Somebody responds with a screenshot of a previous tweet from this guy saying how he got... like, And this was, like, in August. A, a tweet from him in, like, August. Uh, of how he got the TV changed from Fox News... At his dentist's office. Scumbag. Congratulations. Fucking scumbag. Congratulations. Such a scumbag. To tell you how this guy got fucking posterized <laughs> on Twitter. He, he has 33.7 thousand 
replies to that tweet. Yes. 1,355 retweets and 700 or 7,444 likes. Three, 33,000 comments. People, people oh, yeah. responding to him. 33 and like 0.9% of those, or like, how should I say it? 32,999 responses of those are shredding this fucking guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, again, just imagine if that was Megan. This, this poor girl. Like yeah. the photo of this girl, she just like good looks for her. So like, fed up, you. yeah. <laughs> so fed up. Oh, unbelievable. Um, now this guy also, uh, if you keep scrolling through here, he scammed Dunkin' Donuts into getting gift cards because, like, he showed up that at one of them, and uh, he it, there was like clear like a huge sign clearly stating like, uh, uh, no cat like uh cards only, no cash. So, like, yep. if, if I see that, like, oh, shit, that sucks, but, like, I'll go get some cash. So, he purposely goes into this Dunkin' Donuts, tries to pay with cash. They wouldn't take the cash. So, now he shreds Dunkin' Donuts because they wouldn't take the cash after clearly posting no cash on the door, like, all over the place. Like, th- don't bring cash, asshole. Like, obviously, like, I-, I don't agree with it, but, like, if they're saying that, there's a reason. There's a reason, probably, right? That's like you saying, like, hey, don't shit on my floor. And then I go and shit on your floor. Well, why are you mad at me? Well, I said not to shit on my floor. Like, this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't be an asshole. So he then goes out of his way to, like, fucking shred Dunkin' Donuts. And Dunkin' Donuts sends him a gift card. So, like, this guy's obviously a fucking scamming scumbag for sure. But anybody that gets the chance, just go on Twitter and shred this guy. Yeah. Just look at the picture and you'll understand oh. that this is the type of guy that does Again, this stuff. Again, at David underscore Levitt, L-E-A-V-I-T-T. So back to a little bit, of, little bit of NASCAR news. Uh, <sighs> Fox decided they're only going to have two men in the booth this season, Jeff Gordon and Mike Joy. I don't I, hate that. I don't hate it. I, I, hate I, don't, I don't hate it either. The thing that kind of bugs me, back to like the what have you done for me lately thing, uh, everyone on Twitter was you know, going off about how great the coverage of the Rolex 24 is through NBCSN. <laughs> And they're like, you know what? I think I think NBC should just do all of the NASCAR races. No, no, wrong. No, I fucking i i don't i i don't hate NBC's broadcast as much as I used to, but I still like Fox's broadcast more. I, I and I don't know how necessarily like I I might be fine with NBC's broadcast after Mike Joy and Larry McReynolds retire, but I I don't no. I grew up I grew up with Fox, and I just I, I've liked Fox's broadcast. I'm a big DW kind of guy. Yeah. It sucks that he's not I mean, back, but like the, the the these are also the same people saying that they need more variety in the sport. They don't want mile and a half racetracks. They don't want the all this and the other thing. But uh, I want it on the same channel every week with the same people talking about it every week. It's like, well, fucking pick one. You can't have variety if you're on the same channel every week. And you now I understand that like the the network deals and all this shit, but like. Who cares? You're gonna watch it or you're not gonna watch it. I think it's these are up. the same people that bitch about it, but they're gonna watch it anyway. I think it's so well. I think it's set up perfectly now, where Fox does the first half of the season, NBC yeah. does the last half of the season. It's perfect because one of them gets the 500 and the other one gets the whole championship. These are these finale. are also the same people that don't say shit about football being on multiple channels. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hockey's on multiple channels. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Just how do you, how do you how do you have your argument of we need more variety in the sport? We want more short tracks. We want more road courses. Less mile and a half. No more cookie cutter shit. But then, inversely, you're saying you want the same fucking two people on the same channel doing the broadcast every week. Yeah. 
Where, where's your argument? Quit being stupid. I don't get the mindset behind that. Uh, more news. Indy announced that they're going to run the road course for the Xfinity Series in I don't hate that. July or whatever. I don't hate it either, but... I wish... I wish... If everyone just wants to see IRP and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll just do the see, do the I, road I don't hate instead. that if like the trucks went to IRP, Xfinity does the road course and Cup does the yeah, the rectangle. Like, the, I don't know, that's in my opinion, that's where the variety needs to come from. You you can't be taking like, especially when the truck series was first established back in fucking Nam, that you know, this that was like your opportunity to if you had. You know, just the right amount of talent with a little bit of backing. You know, you could go into the truck series and run at, you know, a, a short track like a, an IRP or a Martinsville or something like that, and see what you can do against the, you know, the the series best and and compare yourself at that level to people to where maybe you would get noticed and go into the you know at the time the Bush series or the Cup series or whatever. And now that you're you know, you're taking the truck series and the Xfinity series to Daytona, Talladega, Indy, Michigan, these places. It's like, well, now you're just forcing them to build another a rocket ship like the cup cars are. And that, that's why they're, they're losing cars, in my opinion, because you can't keep forcing these people to spend that much money to go to all of these different racetracks. They're that, you know, the, the high, you know, the downforce where you need wind tunnel time and you need pull down rigs and all this stupid shit where, you know, if, if uh, you know, I'm a. Uh, a Bobby Pierce or something like that, I could have hopped in a, the 63 Mittler Builders truck and done the Eldora race and been pretty damn competitive. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I don't know. I, I wish that they would kind of go back towards the, you know, the, the trucks and Xfinity going into, you know, smaller racetracks and promoting that side of things to where you can compare yourself talent wise with the drivers, but then get into a car in the, at the cup level and then start going to bigger racetracks. A little bit lesser news. Kaz Growler returns to RCR for 2020. Who gives a fuck? I don't think anyone really cares. Um, who was the fellow that ran the 21 last... Well, tried to run the 21 last year that didn't qualify for the races that he ran? Not Hemrick, because Hemrick was in the Cup Series. No, his last name ends with a junior, doesn't it? Uh, he races Arco, like, all the time. Uh, fuck! I can't figure out who it was. He was announced to something in the Xfinity Series, I believe. I think it was full-time. That's going to be fucking funny to watch because he couldn't qualify in an RCR car, so let's get him in something a little bit shittier. Um, hmm. uh, Kaz Grawler returning. Anthony Alfredo. He's not that hmm. bad. He's not that great here. Well, he only ran like four tr- truck races Austin last year. Brandon Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Your buddy, Brandon Jones. Good friend. Uh, friend, of the, friend of the program. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. It's not Tyler Reddick, obviously. Fuck. I'll have to look it up. Do hey, you have any plans for uh, NASCAR races attending this year? Uh, I w- I'm going to go to Loudoun. That's our off weekend for Beechridge again. Uh, and I, I wouldn't hate to go back to Watkins Glen, to be honest. That was a fucking hell of a time. Um, it kind of sucks with the, the whole racing yourself that you race on the same time that other people race. Yeah, that's so it's hard to travel when you're doing things on a Saturday. You get done at nine, ten o'clock, and then you're like, "Oh, I need to go to California." It's like that just isn't feasible. So, uh, I'd at least like to do Loudon, uh, New York again. That would be cool for the Xfinity race. But I am fucking pumped for this weekend coming up, Atlantic City, uh, <clears throat> indoor indoor races. There, uh, you're gonna be there. I'm so excited. It's the loudest fucking rowdiest experience of your life. Yeah, I've never been, so it's gonna be worth your time. What else you got? 
I'm trying to find out who kind the of a doll fuck I'm talking though. about. Yeah, well, I, I bought I bought my uh, Pocono camping this week, so I was just trying to figure out. I'm the double header. Yeah, I'm gonna go to oh, the sure. double header. I, I, the only only real reason to go, I, I'm trying to figure out how I can do it. Like if I can get some somehow get a uh, hot pass or whatever for Pocono, I'm gonna try to just not get tickets to the grandstands because I don't really give a shit about watching the race. But I, I I'm going for the party, going to camp, going for the environment. Pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited for that. I already bought my Bristol tickets for the night race, and I think that other than Loudon, yeah, Loudon's gonna be a fucking hell of a show. Loudon, and actually, I, I'm supposed to go to the Martinsville night race, but with my work schedule, I have no fucking clue if I'm gonna be able to do that. So it's really bugging the shit out of me. I can't figure out who this fucking kid is. Like literally, he's not on any of their. It's, it's not on, like, their website. It's not on their Wikipedia. It's not on anything that I can really see because he was so bad. Fucking, I guess I just look up ARCA I'm sorry, rosters. All right. I mean, it's really bugging me because it's I'm just, sorry. it's funny to shit on him. Anyway, so uh, while you do that, I, I've, uh, I think we should just head into the Answer the Internet segment here. Uh, are you ready for this? Could be. All right, so again, episode 49, Black Flag Podcast here in the Tandem Payment Studios, uh, presented to you by Star Pay- or, wow, Star Speedway uh, and all, all their sorts of cool things. We're going to do Answer the Internet yet again, um, and I'm going to let you pick one of these. Ah, Joe Graff Jr., what a fucking loser. I don't remember really? what he got. It. He got announced to something, but yeah. All right, so what's your question? Jesus Answer the Internet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Would you rather have your mom send you a nude or have her send all your friends a nude? Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like you're going to see it either way. Yeah, that's what so, I was So, like, thinking. if it so goes to you, then maybe at the least first you don't one. have the embarrassment of <laughs> all of your friends also having it. That's fucking disgusting. But, yeah, it's got to be the first one. <laughs> Jesus. Because you're going to see... Yeah, you're definitely going to see it either way, and it's going to be all over the interwebs yeah. if it goes to the second one. Oh, yeah. One. I'd rather just accidentally get it i get oh that just God. gave me chills i just burped a little bit uh, people listening definitely uh, let us know what your answer <laughs> to that is holy fuck all right mine oh my god all right would you rather <laughs> would you rather get pegged by a randy johnson fastball in the ribs hit by ray lewis coming across the middle or punched in the face by floyd mayweather uh, what was the second one? Ray Lewis coming across the middle. Nope. Uh, probably the Randy Johnson fastball to the ribs. Really? Yeah. Have you ever been hit in the ribs? Uh, nope. It's awful. It's awful every time. I think I would rather get hit in the ribs than fucking... Uh, maybe the second one, actually, but he is I a think, murderer. I think I'd rather get hit by Ray Lewis coming across the middle, just knock me out, and then I'll wake up and have CTE and then kill three people. Uh, okay. No? Yeah, dude, no, <laughs> yeah, do it. Have fun. I don't want to. <laughs> have you ever been punched in the face? Because that's not really fun either. We'll have Tim delete that part yeah. so that you can get Tim? away with it. Tim! Uh, we haven't seen Tim lately, have we? Yeah, no, Tim hasn't been here. All right, two more. Two more? Two more. You pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Come oh, okay, on. we got we to gotta do this. We got to do this one. <laughs> Would you rather win a golf tournament for $1 million or win an Olympic gold medal? I, my answer is the, the golf tournament for $1 million every time because you don't get paid to go to the Olympics. You don't get paid, but you, you get so you get a, many endorsements yeah, afterwards. Actually, yeah, maybe you get endorsements. I'm going to go with the gold medal. 
Because then you have a trophy, and I like trophies. Well, that doesn't really say what the gold medal is. I don't have a lot, but I like trophies. You get gold medal in fucking cross-country skiing. I don't think you're going to get any real endorsements. I'm sure you would. I bet you get more than a million dollars in endorsements by winning a gold medal than just by winning a million dollars for a golf tournament. Yeah, I guess so. I know. I I, I, I guess so. All right, let me pick one. Let me pick one. Give me. Give me. Give me. Oh, 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 shit, shit, shit. Give me. Give me. I I was trying to find ones that weren't just fucking. Would you rather fuck your sister or your other sister? <laughs> but I didn't. Get oh the chance Jesus to Christ! That. This isn't much better at all. Did you did you see these I, at all? No, I told you I was Holy trying to fuck. find them. All right. If it, yikes. Uh, it, well, don't Christ. do it. If you saw that one of your friends accidentally posted a dick pic on Snapchat, would you tell him or let him leave it up? Leave it up. For sure, let you get well, that's fucking way better than roasted. The fucking what I said, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, just, just let it out. Probably leave it up. Yeah, yeah I would just... never tell you. No. See, friends would tell you. Best friends would let you get roasted. Duh. Yeah, fact. Okay. Fact. All right. Sure. Whatever you say. Um, Are we done? Is that it? Are we done? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to get it back into a little, little bit of racing stuff, but I was just scrolling through fucking Reddit, and there's not there, much. There's, it's not, all Rolex there's nothing stuff, going on. It's the Rolex. Bubba Pollard should beat Steven Nassie's ass. Do you have any like predictions this year on, on drivers that haven't gotten a win yet or haven't gotten a win in a Matt while? Matt Benedetto, like, like Jimmy Johnson winning. Because I, I, I who, honestly, who do you have for the 500 right now? Matt Benedetto Matt's is Benedetto. actually my pick. Like I, yeah. at least on that's on what I was going to say. To be honest, uh, um, I was going to say either him or. Uh, <clears throat> maybe like a, a a Bubba Wallace of sorts. Uh, my my two picks for the five hundred would be either Matt Benedetto or uh, James Jonathan. John's John Jamathan. John's Jamathan. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like this this year is gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch because I I don't think Paul Menard was as bad as everyone. He's bad. S- no, I don't. I really He's don't bad. think he. Is, because it, he's pretty bad. I remember when I used to do. DraftKings every single week. He's raced. He, he raced for Richard Childress Racing. He raced for Richard Petty Motorsports. He raced for essentially Team Penske. He raced for DEI. He raced for all of these different places, and he won one one race, one race, and it was a fuel mileage race on accident, courtesy of oh, Slug- yeah, courtesy of Slugger Labby. Pominard sucks. Yeah, he's bad. But I'm just very excited. bad. At I'm what just he does. excited to see Matt Benedetto on the 21. I think it's I think gonna, he's gonna crush it because it's it's fun to watch, especially with all of his promo work and like even the shirts that he's wearing for like his interviews and shit. They all say Team Penske. It's essentially a Penske car. Nothing yep. says Wood Brothers on it other than the car and like a fucking hat that he might wear. It's a it's a Penske car. And Matt Benedetto, now that he's in, I, I'm gonna call it A plus equipment. He's gonna crush it, I think, and he's gonna he's gonna rock the shit out of like a Bristol, Martinsville, probably Dover, places like that, where he can just get up on the wheel and fucking just wheel the piss out of it. And then obviously he's pretty good at plate tracks because he damn near won the 500 last year in the 95 car. So I think he's certainly gonna be one to watch. And I think Jimmy Johnson gets two wins this year. Yeah, I can see that. I I, I think that he gets at least one. I and, and I two. think I think that this is a year where William Byron not. Hopefully. I don't want to say I don't want to say breakout year, but I, I think that he gets at least a couple. I think he gets two. Yeah. I think he gets two wins. Yeah. He was pretty. He he came around. Hendrick Motorsports is in such a weird spot where if Chase Elliott at the how old fucking old is he? Twenty five. No, I don't even think maybe twenty four. Yeah, probably twenty four. Is your eldest veteran driver? Yeah. 
Or, the 40, whoever takes over the 40. Or most successful, I guess. I guess Adam, or yeah, Adam. Alex Bowman has the most cup experience because he drove for fucking the seven car for well, ever. Other but, than James Jonathan, but I think but, the, I mean, once Jimmy's out. Yeah. Once Jimmy's out. I got what you're talking know. about, but I, 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 oh, it's just fascinating to try to figure out who's going to be in that 48 because like I've always been a, a hardcore. I don't, I don't hate that. I like, Noah Gregson. I, I like, I like Noah. Noah's got to have a breakout year though in the Xfinity series because he's never won. Yeah, anything. he can't, he can't suck this year. He can't. He's Which got. I don't think he. he I, he's I, either got to win and prove himself because that's his connection into Hendrick. That's yeah. he's literally the direct line from Hendrick to Junior right now because Allgaier is never going back up. Um, who else does Junior have? Hemrick. Michael Annette. He's never going back up. Hemrick is never going back up. Now, once you go down, which all three of those guys have, which is weird now I'm thinking about it. Jeb Burton. And Jeb Burton. But Jeb Burton doesn't have any financial backing, really, other than state heaters, which yeah, that's he's not going anywhere. How many races does the Xfinity Series run? So let's see. Tyler Reddick last year had like 30. six wins. Cole Custer had seven wins. What is that? 13. And eight for Christopher Bell. Yeah. 21 wins. Yeah. Out that, of the 30. That was fun to watch. Out of the 30. Yeah. So... Who's going to take the reins? I mean, you got Allgaier, you got Chase Briscoe, Austin Cedric, well, that, Noah Gregson. In the Xfinity series now, those guys have all moved up. So you're going to have Allgaier, Chase Briscoe. Gregson. Gregson. So now you have a new top three that... Gregson has no reason to not go out and win five races this year. You would you would think, especially in in Junior's equipment, which clearly doesn't suck for the last X amount of years. So I think he'll be all right. And that's all, I, that, to me, is the most... Uh, I'm excited. Apparent one to go into the next, because who else? Who else would it be? Brett Moffat would be the other. How I think that doesn't make sense. Brett Moffat's run Cup races before in the past. I understand that, but he's. I don't think he's leaving trucks. I would highly think that he. Does. I don't think he is. I think he does. I don't think he does. He's pretty good. He's really young. No, I'm not saying he's bad, but he. I just. I, he's already been to Cup. He fell back to trucks. Won the championship. Lost his ride. So, like, clearly he doesn't have enough of something to stay somewhere. And once he's already been up the cup and gone to trucks, lost his ride again, I don't think he's leaving. I think that he ends up in one of Junior's cars next year because he is This year coming up or 2021? 2021. Because he, he has the... Junior has that weird thing, the developmental fucking whatever with, with GMS racing. Right. And, yeah. I mean, if Gregson goes up, who the fuck takes over the nine... And then you still have the eight, which is just a pay to play. Pretty much, yeah. I'm really excited for this year's Xfinity series. The Xfinity series I I kind of have hated forever. It's like one it's the one race like trucks trucks are cool because they usually race at night and it just everything feels more enhanced at night. Cup series is obviously the cup series, so I'm gonna watch. I was thinking about this actually earlier this week too, when I knew that we had NASCAR coming up in a couple weeks to talk about. That's kind of where Bobby like trails off like bobby doesn't really care about nascar like i posted the the meme or whatever that was uh said like one more football game until like the day 2500 did the sleepy thing yeah and he did the sleepy thing but then if we bring up like football or like whatever it's a racing show so (laughs) (laughs) uh no i'm just kidding but are you i I, no but i I thought that (laughs) like literally last year i watch i try to watch every single nascar race that i can at least you know the majority of them I do. And I don't remember what, what it was last year, but it was the worst race of the year. Like it, it could have been Kentucky or Kansas, whichever one's the worst out of those two. All of them. Yeah. And maybe Michigan, you know, 
Auto Club, whatever. It was one of those races we, we stopped recording and Bobby and you and I were like, I'm not going to race. I mean, not going to watch the race today. <laughs> and then halfway through the afternoon, we were all sending Snapchats about the race. Oh, yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to Well, like watch I said it. earlier, like all these people about- bitching about what channel it's on in the broadcast. It's like, you're going to fucking watch anyway. So yeah. why, why run your mouth? Like, yeah. just shut the fuck up. I'm pretty excited this year for the Xfinity Series because it's like it's wide. A, it's it's wide the open. same people that like, you know, I I hate DW. Well, why? Well, you don't have a reason. Yeah. Or like, I hate Jack Edwards. I, well, just, I just don't get the boogity boogity. Yeah. Well, why do you hate Jack Edwards? Well, I, I don't know. It's like, what do you want? Just like some monotone person just saying like exactly what you're watching, or do you want somebody who actually gives a shit about what's going on and can emphasize it and be excited and you know again put on a show? So. People are fucking stupid. I hate humans so much. Sounds it. You got a couple yeah. weapons there that were fucking hilarious. Oh, I my God. Just, oh, my fo- God. Oh, you should have just. Dude, what, my, I shut. I turned my dome How light off. That kid was what, 22? Yeah. Jesus. It's like you're the reason why we all get a bad name. You, specifically, this kid. I, I just wanted to be like, what is the rest of your fucking day like? Like to most of the people I deal with. Like this lady. that I turned my dome light off, and now it doesn't come back on. Yeah, no shit. Like, obviously, you fucking idiot. It says it's off. Like, do you put bread in the toaster oven, not turn it on, and get pissed that it's not cooked? Or, like, brown? Depends on if I'm high or not, (laughs) to be honest with you. Like, oh, my fucking tits. I hate people. So we are in the Tandem Payment Studios? Yes, we are. Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Tandem Payment. If your small business accepts debit or credit cards, you may be paying too much in processing fees. Give friend of the program Evan Orvath a call with Tandem Payments. He'll be able to give you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Holy fuck, you didn't fuck it up. That's the beauty of not yeah, yeah. drinking some beers. Yeah, not drinking beers. Not Bobby's being, not here to not f- being help obliterated. me obliterated. Yeah. Yeah. Next weekend, though, for sure. All of the drinking will be consumed. Today's episode of the Dragon Buffet Podcast, episode 50. Today's episode of the Tandem Payments Podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Black Flag <laughs> Black Flag Payments. Let's go! <laughs> so I'm excited. Uh, yeah, Atlantic City this week. Never been. Didn't uh, think I was gonna ever go. Yeah, we're gonna. So again, going to Atlantic City this weekend. Uh, Boardwalk Hall. Gonna watch the indoor races. Uh, it's it's a fucking wild, crazy show. Anybody listening to this on, I guess it's gonna be Monday when you hear this. If you can somehow pull off getting out of work. And driving Four days six early. hours and going to Atlantic City this weekend. We all leave Wednesday after work. Uh, we drive the six hours down there. We usually get there like one, two in the morning. And we go straight to, like Bobby said last week, to a place called Ducktown. And from that moment forward until about Sunday morning, you are incoherently just fucking drunk. And it's wild. And you just watch races and you... There's like a uh, a concert inside, but like there's also a zillion fucking like slot machines and just gambling and all of the alcohol and just racing people everywhere. And sounds like come Sunday, I'm going to need to call at least one one eight hundred hotline. Oh yeah, for sure. For some um, sort of addiction. Yes, yes. You're going to have a gambling addiction. You're going to have an alcohol addiction. You're and gonna... probably heroin because New Jersey or whatever. Right. Whatever yeah. they do down don't there. Leave, don't leave like the three streets that we go on because it is a fucking shithole for sure. But uh, it's our shithole for that four days or whatever it is. And we're uh, hopefully going to crush it. Rusty will be there. Uh, friend of the program, Russell. Randy. Russell, Russell will, be, will there. be there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's going to be me, Bobby, you, Dan, Rusty, friend of the program, Randy. 
which I believe all of us will turn into uh, Charles, Bradley, Russell, Daniel, Randall, <laughs> Robert, Randall, <laughs> and uh, uh, just proceed to party. So, again, if you can make it, please do it. We're we're all going to be down there. We're going to try and record a show somehow uh, in, in within the weekend, and uh, that'll be that. Episode fifty coming to you next week from uh, Atlantic City at the Bally's Resort and Casino. Uh, but for right now, it's episode forty nine. Episode Kenny Schrader. Episode Brad Sweet. Brad Sweet. Uh, Tana Payment Studios. Special thanks to Star Speedway again. I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What What are we gonna play for music? For a music. Well, they'll find out right now. Yeah. All right. Might just turn around to 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby The devil on my doorstep being so shady mm, Don't trip, we don't gotta let him in Don't trip, yeah, yeah I let it go, but I never go with it uh -huh. Yeah, okay, cool, this fall weather Fuck the bullshit, I'm here to make it all better With a little music for you I don't do enough for you without you, it's the color blue, oh, don't trip I was in the city, they was talking that shit Had the homies with me, all of a sudden they split We ain't even worried, we just laughing, that's rich You know how it goes, it ain't broke, don't fix Hey, one of these days we'll all get by Don't be afraid, don't fall Think I lost my mind Reality so hard to find When the devil tryna call your line Shit I always shine Even when the light dim No I ain't God but I'm feeling just like him Oh don't trip See I was in the whip riding me and my bitch We was listening to us no one else That's it, that's a flex just a bit Let me talk my shit Say my head got bit Yeah well this mad world made me crazy Might just turn around to 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no babies Devil on my doorstep being so shady mm, Don't trip We don't gotta let him in Don't trip hey, yeah. I let it go but I never go with it mm. Might just turn around to 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby The devil on my doorstep being so shady mm, Don't trip, we don't gotta let him in Don't trip, yeah, yeah. I let it go but I never go with it uh -huh.